Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com.
I've been studying the book of Romans for several weeks now. I've finally got up to chapter 4 this week. Yeah, right. Much like the Word of God, if you, the more you study it, the deeper it gets. Yeah, true. And you can go as deep as you want to get. But I'll tell you, those, those first couple of chapters are, are not fun, if we're honest. They're not fun because it talks about how horrible and awful and sinful yeah. and undeserving we are. Amen. Really, I've heard folks say this and in commentaries. It's much like Paul is a prosecuting attorney. He's, he's prosecuting the human race. And it's, he just tells the truth, guys. It's, it's yeah. not fun. Amen. Right there toward the middle part of the third chapter, he, said, he brings in a star witness. He says this line. It touched my heart when I read this. As it is written. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Folks, I can have thoughts, you can have thoughts. He says, I have it written. You can bet your bottom dollar is yeah. true. <laughs> Amen. And it talks there in chapter 3 about as it's written and that we're without excuse. I and mean, it goes on all yeah. these things that we're, we're awful. And it has to be the truth because it's written. Then it gets a little bit further and it says, But he is the perpetuation for our sins. Man, that blessed my heart. Yeah. Read on through four a little bit and it talks about the Jews and, and how that we're all part. It's not by works that we do it. You get that first part of that fifth chapter. Man, I, I read this this week and I just, I got the liver shivered. Yeah. It says that we're at peace with God. Because of what Christ did. Now people will say that, well, I feel peace, I feel peace. That's not what he's talking about. No. That's See, right. People talk all the time about God's a good God, God's good, God, and He is good. But above all, God is holy. Yes, sir. Make no mistake that God is holy. And God and sin will not coincide. Right. Will not coincide. That's right. Amen. My sin or your sin or anybody else's sin. That's right. I, don't, I don't mean to be hateful about it, but it's just the fact. That's right. Sin and God will not confide. But it says we're at peace with God. That doesn't mean that I feel good about it. It means that God is no longer warring against me. That's right. Because Christ's blood was imputed upon my soul. And his righteousness was imputed into me. Amen. I am so proud of you. You know something that I couldn't lift myself out.
heard this saying. He said, I thank God for the waves that pushed me to the rock. And I thought, man, a lot. Amen. We don't thank God for the waves when they're happening. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes things happen in our lives and, and we don't understand it. Yeah. But if those storms are the things yeah. that push us closer to the Lord, yeah. just a couple of weeks ago, we've got some good friends down in the Brown Sweetwater area, a little bit past it down there, Sparta area. And uh, was she four? Three. Three or, three or four year old little girl. And I, was, I don't know if y'all saw me back there. I found me a couple of buddies back there in the back of the lap. Yeah. Back there. Uh, a four, three or four year old girl, I think she was three. Somehow this little baby got a hold of the pistol and freak accident and then killed herself with that uh, pistol. And of course, these people were absolutely devastated. As we're waiting, our hearts are broken for these people, good people, we love them. But Larry had talked to some of them the week after the funeral. Well, how many, was it three or four? Two saved. Two saved. Two saved at the funeral and several rededicated. Wow. Now, I'm not saying for one second we're proud that we're going to kill. That's right. That's but those waves yep. push yep. somebody to Jesus. Yep. <laughs> I don't like waves and you don't like waves. Yep. But Lord, if the waves of our lives yes, push somebody right. else to Jesus, that's what I'm thanking for. Amen. Amen. Uh, so we ain't sung this but once or twice, and I don't think Larry ever has. But listen to the word. It's, it's not one of them songs that will make you holler hallelujah probably, but hopefully it will make you think about something. Yeah. I just heard that line. I thought, boy, what a good line. And I sent it to Mike, and he said, the only thing I'd change on is let me record it. And I said, no, you go right there. <laughs> Put my boat upon the water and drift it all along. And this I could do anything on my own. But a mighty Thank you. 
That's good. That's good, brother. Amen. Well, was that well polished or what? That's good. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I don't know why that we shifted this mess. It seemed like the first thing is all about salvation and praise, but it's just whatever that. Somebody needs to hear this. Yep, yep. Somebody needs to hear that where you're at right now is not where you're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Lord tells us he'll walk us through the valley. That's he right. say anything yeah. about going to step down and just stay in That's it. right. Larry, sing up, looking down in the valley for a moment. Let me say, I, it's been on my mind all night. Yeah. A friend of mine, I, I listened to him preach this morning, and he used a little illustration. You may have heard it before. Uh, I'm going to be quick about it. I won't be very long. But there's a man walking walking along, and he fell in a pit. And he started hollering, hey, help me, help me. He couldn't get out. He couldn't find a way to get out. It was dark. And he yelled, help me, help me, get out. And the doctor came by. He looked down and said, you're stuck in the pit. And he said, yeah, I'm stuck. Please help me. And he wrote him a prescription threw it down there. Walked away. The guy looked at the prescription. He said, this will not help me. Get out of here. I'm in a pit. And this won't help me. He watered it up and threw it down. He kept yelling and yelling, help me. In a few minutes, a priest walked by. And he said, I'm stuck in this pit. I need your help. I need you to help me. So the priest wrote down a prayer, threw it down in the hole and walked off. He said that the guy looked at it and said, this is not helping me get out of this pit. I'm stuck in this pit. I'm going to die. I can't get out. Here in a moment, as his voice was getting weak, as he's yelled and needed out, his friend stuck his head over the hole there. He said, I need your help to get out of this pit. He said, hang on just a second. And he walked away. He said, did my friend just leave me? Next thing you know, his friend jumps in the pit. He said, why did you jump in this pit with me? I'm stuck and I can't get out. And his friend said, I've been in this pit. And I know the way out. Yeah. If you'll just hang with me, just hang with me. We'll get out of this pit because I, I know the way out. Yeah, right. In this season that we're in right now, <clears throat> you got to think about how the Lord saw us in that pit. And he had everything. He saw us in that pit and he jumped down by way of a manger. Amen. Jumped down that pit and and he said, Just hang with me. I've been in this pit before. And I know the way out. Yeah. Amen. And maybe you're here tonight and you feel like you're in a pit. That's right. Listen, I've been in some pits in my life. Right. You may be in a pit. And you may have no way out. But we serve one. Yeah. He's been, he's been in every pit you can think of. <laughs> and he knows the way out. Amen. And one day you'll be able to walk down that, by that pit and look down there and say, I don't want to get out of that. Yeah. You'll help somebody else, hopefully. Lord, trust in the Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be in a pit, but he knows the way out. Yeah. If you trust him. Amen. Not 
and I think everybody will agree with me. One of the favorite places that we've ever had to go sing is this church right here. I'll never forget the first time we came here. We had a need. I think I've told you this here before, but there was there was some kind of a need. I don't remember what it even was now, but we hadn't been singing no time and you know, didn't have nothing and just starting out. And we had a need for money. It was, I don't know, $230 something dollars or whatever it was. And took up a question. And it went to $1 above what we needed from this church. We never will forget that. And I knew right then that God was in control of what we were doing. Yeah. And I knew that God was in control of this place right here. That's God. And we've been, I don't know, we've been here once or twice every year for, what, maybe 15 years or more probably? 20. 20 years maybe? Let me tell you, I love you more today than I did the first. And I mean that sincerely. We all do. We were talking, Greg mentioned it last night, last and sick. He's not here. He said, Well, I can't wait till tomorrow we get to go up there at the little Pitcher Valley, Valley, I think he called it. I said, Oh, no, no. <laughs> Wrong one. He said, Where Tommy's at? I said, Yeah, where Tommy's at. <laughs> and uh, he said, Boy, it's always good there. I said, it sure is. It sure is. And we, we appreciate you. I hope that you know that. I hope you know that Amen. we love you. Well, we'll end with this one. It's called I Ain't Afraid of Giants Anymore. And, uh, I hope you're not afraid of Giants. You don't have to be. But, uh, Kick it off. <laughs> this little old skinny boy is Larry's son. Baby boy. I, was, I was carrying holding them babies back there. I thought he wasn't long ago, but I was holding this guy. He probably called me that way. <laughs> Again, thank you so much. We love you. We see this. I ain't afraid of Jacks anymore. I'm not afraid of
Yeah. <laughs>